started. Oh Let's start this God. off. What is everyone's New Year's resolutions, baby? <laughs> I love to hear it because how'd you, how'd you how'd you know that that's what we were doing? Because it's the New Year, goddammit. That's what everyone talks about. <laughs> oh no, no, no. We're not doing New Year's resolutions for ourselves. We're doing New Year's resolutions for our characters. Oh, both. Oh, Gregory doesn't recognize years. What do you reckon? You count yourself in years, though. No. <laughs> no? What do you mean, no? I count myself in lives taken. Oh, Jesus. Lives wow. taken? Yes. Oh, I'm maybe, years old. maybe your New Year's resolution is to go back to years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm like, and you have four something. <laughs> four? Four hundred something. You know, you got, I got to lose this track every now and then. New Let's Year's resolutions? New Year's resolutions. Sounds good. Let's start out with Tyson McKay. Tyson McKay, you know, you've had kind of a wild roller coaster of seasons on Dicey. What's your what's your New Year's resolution for Tyson McKay for this second half of season three? Well, this was the year of the Rogar death. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if Lena died this year or last year. Well, she was in season two, so it was technically this year, but it was last season. Gotcha. Okay. You know, probably let less people die around me. <laughs> I think that's Maybe a good you resolution. Pick up your socks. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you, Tyson. Your actions up until this point have not indicated that that was your goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, come down the hole. It's, it's only like ten feet. <laughs> yeah, just hop in. That was like five episodes ago. Get over it. <laughs> I'm not. It's um, just one of want, many examples. You want. Less people to die around you, but yet you do shit like that. Mm. You know what? New Year's resolution. I'm doubling down. More people dead. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. If you have a Mazentrov, what kind of New Year's resolution can we expect from the rat attack himself? You know, I, I just want to get the family back together. You know, Riov has been out there tormenting everyone. And I just think a good old fashioned brotherly love will really spark off this new year for Fievel. You know, you said get the family together. I thought you meant bringing this D&D group closer together. <laughs> yeah, to yeah you, I know. You meant between you and your I know. I knew immediately brother. he was talking about the mouse folks. I, I, I was hoping he was going to say us, but yeah. uh, I was wrong. <laughs> disappointed again. Not mad. I'm just disappointed. Just disappointed. <laughs> uh, Gradrock the Destroyer. Any New Year's resis for the, the big Warforged? New Year's resolution. You know, that's that's a tough one, you know. And yeah, it can't be that tough because at 10 o'clock this morning, I said to this guy, I've given you the heads up, we're doing New Year's resolutions. He was like, my own resolution? I was like, <laughs> I was like no, resolution for your character. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm telling you now so you can think about it. Yeah. And then listen to what he hits you with. Ooh, hard to come up with one. <laughs> guys had no, 12 you know, hours. You know, to what I, you know what I thought of? Absolutely zero hours today? No. This. <laughs> I have a good one for you. To let more children of the towns draw chalk on your body, you know? Really let them draw some smiley faces, some suns. I think that would really add to how nice your character is, you know? Yeah. You get some temporary tattoos. Tattoos, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my goal for the year. Well, it's an yeah. easy one. We'll give That's you that. <laughs> All right. No, no. You, you, your your resolution to be, could be to get real tattoos. Oh, get a my, cooler gnome that follows you. My, my goal for this whole year is to crush you. Sweet <laughs> All right, first episode of the new year. Teams already at each other's throats. Okay, so sorry. Fake tattoos, real tattoos, an actual resolution, perhaps. 
Hello? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> I can see him trying to think. It's, it's, it's painful, but it's, it's coming. Maybe eating, you know? You've been starving yourself the whole past year. Maybe uh, putting some food down that he's gullet been starving a while. himself for the past fucking thousands <laughs> yeah. that he's killed, apparently, because that's what he goes by. Wow. Yeah, maybe you could take up a fucking vice like the rest of us, okay? <laughs> Smoke or drink or do something. Yeah. Right? Smoke a doobie snack with me. You'll like it. <laughs> you know, you got classics, knitting. You can knit up some nice scarves. Dude, Kayla's dropping bombs on you. <laughs> I want to, I wanna, you know, I, no, I want to I wanna finally see see slime blast mm. off. You know, we've yet to see that happen. That is fair. Yeah. God, let's hope it doesn't take a fucking year. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, we have Dabble Dab Dop It. Dabble Dab. Resolution for for your boy, the gnome wizard. Get rich. <laughs> no matter what the cost. <laughs> Get rich. Die trying. Yeah. And and so when you say that's your resolution, can we just expect that you're going to have some forethought and planning as to how it's you're going to get rich? It's also his life motto. Immediately take any opportunity that allows you to gain financially. Get rich no matter what the cost. Okay, no, I understand. That. <laughs> I'm wondering if you're going to be starting a business or if you're going to no, be... No, fuck businesses. <laughs> like, you're looting dungeons. bounty hunting, probably. Bounty hunting. Yeah, head Selling hunting, your body. Something, you know, killing-wise. His, his dream is to roll around on a cart filled with gold coins. Mm. I'm yeah. going to bathe in gold coins. <laughs> yeah, they're not a liquid, dude. They're a solid. I'm going to. <laughs> I got some great news for you. There's, you know, Riov is uh, always looking for someone to take out his mess brother. Does not want to re- reunite with him. You can always work for the Ramuski tribe. Sign me the fuck up. <laughs> how out. much for, how much dead, how much alive, how much to bring his head? Riov doesn't really want him alive. And if he was, can I take him? He just throw him back in the pit, right? But then oh. the, risk, the risk there is two weeks and he gets out of the pit. And then you got a whole another scenario like we've got on our, on our hands right now. No, yeah. I think, I think... The Ramuski tribe is not a rich tribe, but you could definitely be compensated for it. See, if they're not rich, though, how how do I expect to get rich? You know, sheep cuts sell good on them at the black market. There's a little bit. There's a there's a little mouse folk war that's going on right now in Norian. I'll oh. crush it. The, the Ramuskis are part of that conflict. Are they? Yeah. I thought you said they weren't. Oh no, the Ramuskis. Well, buddy, the Ramuskis are. A backwater tribe, to say the least. But. <laughs> who's the good guys and who's the bad guys? I'm who not has more money? I'm not, who has more money? Yeah. The the North has more money. Well, that's the team that I'm with then. Of course. Can Tyson also be a part of this war? Like as a single army? As a single army? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if the mouse folk are going to want you intruding on their conflict. I want to eradicate all the mouse. Okay, so that just sounds like genocide, not war. <laughs> I said I wanted to kill more. In this okay, Hitler, calm down. <laughs> you know, an over the hedge when all the animals are just trying to find food and then the exterminator shows up and tries to annihilate them all. That's like over the head shit? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Over the hedge reference. That's, <laughs> that's Tyson, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How's Disney Plus going? <laughs> quite, quite well, yeah. It's so good. Right? Yeah. You know what yeah. I imagine? Hmm. So, the mouse war that's going on. Mm-hmm. I just imagine the scene from Ratatouille mm. where they flood into the kitchen. Yeah. I just imagine that, like, just on <laughs> both sides, just roaring in. Mm. This is exactly like Ratatouille, and the the chef guy is the Drake. 
Yes. Linguini? Pulls him like a puppet. Yes. Linguini? No, wait, so no. What, you never gave us your resolution. Yeah. No, I, I think my resolution is to paint more pictures and tell more stories. You know what I mean? As a DM, I think you can always be improving on the way that you're painting the world for your players. I think you could always be more detailed. And sometimes detailed. I try and be very, very detailed. And when I make a conscious effort at it, I think I'm better at it. But sometimes, given the circumstance, I think I could, I think I could up my game consistently and become much better at that. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> well, start. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Dicey D20. My name is Noah, Dungeon Master, and I am joined here by our players. We have Fievel Mausentrov. Fievel, how is it going, my mouse folk dude? Things are going good. You know, we fought off some uh, some giant bats last time, and we are making our way up the mountain, and I am uh, I am excited to find the abominable snowman. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> you the heard abominable me. snowman. The abominable, yeah. <laughs> no, I did. It was just it was just an incredulous what. Um, you know that you're not on a quest for an abominable snowman, right? Like, you know what? I don't think he does. Oh I don't know God. what we're doing, to be honest. Linguini told me otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you know, 2020, new year, new me, new Tyson. That was my line. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> God. Yeah, so my new bit is going to be copying whatever Dabbledob does and doing it better. Mm. Or worse. Which I try. <laughs> better or worse. Just copying. Copying is the theme there. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Tyson. We're also joined by Dabbledob Doppet. Dabbledob, how's it going, you wizard you? New year, new me. Boo. <laughs> Boo. The original. Get off. It Get was off my line. He stole it. Your worst Tyson is what they'll say. No, I'm, I'm going to live by it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crush some more shit. I'm going to mm. kill some more shit. And I'm going to try to be a better all-around person. That's good. Well, You said you, you wanted to get rich. Yeah. You, yeah, you said I want to get more rich. I want to do you anything said it takes to get rich. And now you're saying I want to be a better person. I'm just wondering if those don't conflict. No, no. <laughs> Straight line. <laughs> Parallel, baby. Yeah, well, gotcha. Parallel. We are also joined by Gragrock the Destroyer. Gragrock, how's it going? Good, good. <laughs> That's it. Ready, so enthusiastic. Ready, ready to slay Batman. <laughs> <laughs> slay Batman? Yeah, Batman, yeah. I'm confused as to what you guys mean. We're fighting bats. Yeah, there's obviously a bigger bat yeah, there's, bat, there's and it's Batman. A, there's definitely a king bat. Okay. I think the snowman is more likely. Thank you. It's not. <laughs> it's not. You're much more likely to find Bruce Wayne dressed up as Batman at the top of this mountain than you're going to find the abominable snowman. Well, now I'm sad. New year, new me, and I'm still just as fucking disappointed in you guys. <laughs> oh, consistency is key, all right, so ladies and gentlemen, we are going to start with a recap of last episode. For a toasty thousand experience points, my friends, 1k in the experience point bank, who would like to give... No, shaking the head. Who would like to give us a recap? <laughs> All right, I'll, last, I'll do it. We didn't episode. do much. So our valiant heroes, Fievel and Tyson, journeyed up the mountain on their 64 wolves. We came to a, an intersection. We could go left and down or up I don't know if it was right. I think it was just up. And uh, we, we went up and sent Travis down. And he found a bat thing that attacked it and then woke all the other bats up. 
And these are like giant bats. And then Fievel and I had to fight some, killed some, scared some away. They ran into Dabbledob and Gregory, who then began to fight them and fought less than we did. But I want I want to just point that out. <laughs> no, that's um, definitely important to point out for sure. It is very important. Um, and yeah, then they, they killed their share and I don't know. They woke up, so I don't know if Dabbledob got his full rest. Dabbledob did not get his full rest, but we, <laughs> oh, can, we can get to that when we uh, when we pick things up. So first and foremost, yes, Tyson McKay, that was a apt description of last episode. Congratulations! Thanks. Take your thousand experience points. And before we begin, does anyone have any level ups that they'd like to discuss with the group? Do we have any level ups last session? My pen doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, is actually, that why you're not leveling yeah, up? Because you can't nice. fucking write it down? That's exactly that's why. That's demotion. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing, Tyson McKay. It's very important. So we didn't have any level ups. Does anyone have any questions, comments, or concerns before we begin? No, let's get down. Let's get down and dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's complete something for yeah. once in three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so ladies and gentlemen, as Tyson McKay... Coming from the wolf milker. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I milked a wolf, I forgot that. Yeah, dude, I is gotta, it, I gotta say, you're, you're... 10 to 15 minutes of being blunt. No, no, I milked the wolf. Are, are, you, are you seriously trying to milk this wolf? Yes. Okay, roll for it. I did it pretty it. well. <laughs> roll for it. <laughs> I think I drank some. Riveting. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, as Tyson McKay aptly described, last we left off, Fievel and Tyson had fought off uh, more bats, nine to be exact, of these large-sized creatures that kind of prowl on all fours, leaping around these massive, expansive cave systems upon Toll Grand. There is a long, winding staircase which is heading up the mountain with nearly 40 to 60 foot ceilings above you. You're in this open, expansive cave, which is quite humid, and you can hear the trickling of water down Stalag mites and stalactites in the cave system. Further back down at the plateau, we had Gregory and Dabbledob as well as Amara, and Dabbledob was taking a long rest. Now Dabbledob, as per the rules of long rest, because the fight was no more than a couple minutes, we're not going to have that actually interrupt your long rest, so whatever you were able to get done beforehand, you can just continue on. Right? Praise you, the Lord. Yeah. You know, you, the fight was... You just like, open your eyes, boom, boom, back to I'm gone again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seems unfair to... to to cap you like that, you know what I mean? To take away the hours of rest that you achieved. And for that, I thank you. (laughs) (laughs) No, Tyson, I I do all that, save all that for you. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Fantastic. So we are going to start things off with Dabbledob and Gregory and, of course, Amara uh, on that plateau in the middle. I hate her. (laughs) I'm going night. You're going to bed. Fuck yeah. I understand where you're coming from. You gotta get your, your spell slots back. Yes, sir. You're a tuckered out little wizard, eh? Yeah, well, it's been a long, uh, our day. It's all that Our wacky tobacco that you've been sniffing on, you know? It's not fucking tobacco. It's that good good. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gregory, is there anything that you and Amara, or you, personally, would like to do while your boy Dabbledob is resting? You get to rest as well, just kind of go in sentinel mode. Amara's got to rest, too. She's, you know, yeah, more injured than she I was assuming she was going going back to sleep. Yeah. Wait, yeah. ask her, ask her um, what she was yeah, doing with gonna... that, that beetle. You know, we never really realized what she was doing. No, when she held it there in place? Yeah. She's mind-fucking it. Well, I want Ooh. specifics. Yeah. Figure it okay. out. No need to de- no need to delve into it. Gregory, <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, she is resting. I mean, she's going to rest like Dabbledob's going to rest if you... Shake her yeah, awake. So I'll just... Yeah. Like, 
Sentinel mode, standard kind of thing. I don't really need to rest, but I mean, I guess I'll just I will. just sweet talk her a bit and then okay. bring it up. Sounds good. You know? Yeah, but she's napping. Say, hey, yeah. baby, your blue <clears throat> color looks good in this light. <laughs> What's up with that mind thing that you did? <laughs> I think we should just leave this for when you guys rejoin the group. Yeah. <laughs> or when the group rejoins you. How are you guys see it? I, I assume you're the heroes of your own story. All right. Yes. Uh, with, with, our, uh, with Team B, right? Just in terms of positioning on the mountain slope. With team B taking a, 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 a nap in uh, the cave. We will accept Team A1 and nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> team much. A1 is resting. Yeah, or Team State Sauce. Will also accept. Team A1 or Steak Sauce is currently resting at the plateau. We are now going to transition things over to our good friends, Tyson McKay and Fievel Mazentrov. Tyson McKay and Fievel, you guys have just repelled the nine large bats, mutated creatures and horrors, which leapt out from the darkness upon discovering Trevise and other creatures in their cave system. Some of them tried to flee, and there are no currently, you know, no, no eyes on you guys at this moment. What is it that you would like to do? I stare at Fievel and put eyes on him. So what the fuck you looking at, human? <laughs> uh, we we got those killed. I mean, I'm I don't even think I got hit that that round. So you know, let, let's keep going. We got to get to the top. We got to keep going. No okay. stop. Well, I mean, we lost some we wolves there. But Double Dog raises a good a good point. I think it's a point. Let your wizard just take a quick fucking nap, and then we'll do it as a gang. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, if Fievel I mean, goes down, we know where to get a pri- some prize money for his corpse. <laughs> right. So there's there's a week journey from the Cobalt Isles to the Enora. There's a week journey along the Enora. There's three weeks of a journey from the Enora back to Malvista. If you want to take a five week old <laughs> mouse carcass that's large in size and ferry it back to Malvista to receive whatever pittance the Mooski tribe's going to give you for it? <laughs> yeah. Kidding? Yeah. <laughs> I said get rich by any means necessary. <laughs> any means necessary. You think we're above hauling dead mouse from? I, I thought I was pretty clear on that. I don't, <laughs> I don't think you are. It's whether or not Tyson allows it to happen. You know, he said he wasn't going to allow, allow it. Many people. <laughs> <laughs> so New Year's Actually, resolutions mean nothing. All for the we got to do is your buddy. I'm following mine. No, <laughs> you know I love you. You think it's all good? All we got to do is convince the Drake that Fievel's got to be taken back home to be buried with his family, and he'll take us there. We'll be there in no time. Easy peasy. Yeah. What do you think happens when Fievel's fucking creation magic? Beastmaster shit stops flowing through that Drake's veins. Might shrink a little, probably. Probably <laughs> <laughs> lose its wings, another head, you know, all the cool oh, enhancements. Yeah, probably a waste of life after that. I'm gonna avatar that shit. You know when they stick their hair in the. F- oh, yeah, God. Yeah. You're sick. <laughs> yeah. 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 He didn't see a sweet braid off the back of his head? Yeah. Yeah. I just have it flowing right now. Mm, yeah. But I can just quickly braid it up and insert. Right. You guys were always confused while I was hanging around the back of horses. Now you know. He's, he's connecting to their, <laughs> to their soul. He's you're, fucking you're, them. You're really mind-fucking them, eh? Yeah. You and Amara are just two peas in a pod. Meant to be, maybe. That's why Gregory loves her so much. <laughs> yeah, it's like the female version of now. <laughs> I'm so torn. Dabble Dob's my friend and I can't fuck him. <laughs> it's like that episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Striking Vipers. Yeah. Oh, what an episode. Not gonna lie to you. 
Absolutely understood where they were coming from. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Empathized all the way. <laughs> Regardless, we are oh. going to uh, pick things up with Tyson McKay and Fievel. So you guys are heading up the mountain, you're saying, not back down towards the group. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. right? Yeah, we gotta get out of these caves. We can't just so, make camp here and wait okay, for them. Yeah, we'll we're get, going up. Get eaten alive. And my wolves. What will happen to them? Yeah, they'll disappear like the other ones. It's, it's fine. <laughs> That's not what I'm worried about. I grab Tyson by his whatever the hell he's wearing and I shake him <laughs> and I say, it's not fine. Nothing. I'm wearing nothing. Okay, you're not. You're wearing clothes. You've been wearing clothes. <laughs> fine. At no point in, the, in this did you say you're taking clothes off. So I grab his weenus. So large mouse folk. <laughs> This always derails so fast. Between the two. Um, and you wonder why sure. you don't get anywhere. Again, this is player interaction, so you can do as you wish. Mask beasts? Hey, yes. only I command them. They're masking, all right? Give them a break. They just lost okay. some brothers okay. and sisters moments ago. Do they have genders? I look at them in the eyes and I say, I think so. Okay. You, you milked one. <laughs> we don't know what I got out of it. <laughs> All right, so we're going up the mountain then. Yeah. Mask beast. Is, uh, we're going up the mountain. Me? Are you telling me? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Okay, you're telling me. All right, yeah. so our adventurers Tyson McKay and Fievel Mazentrov are hopping back onto the ethereal wolves uh, summoned by Hear Me Cry, the spell by Fievel Mazentrov, and they are heading up the mountain. The incline becomes more steep here, adventurers. And as you climb the staircases, uh, Tyson McKay kind of straddling a wolf, like riding one. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Fievel's still trying to lie down on the wolves, or are you taking yeah. a more sensible approach to I, I sat up during the battle, but it's time to lie back down, relax a little bit. <laughs> I'm just saying it's quite a steep incline here for these wolves. I'm, I'm not sure you're going to stay on their backs as easily as you think you will. Just bouncing down the wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine, I'll, I'll turn around and just hold on to whatever one is underneath me. Okay, fantastic. So, I feel bad um, for that one. <laughs> as you climb the stairs, the cave system sometimes lets in rain from overhead with small pockets of, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's light, but obviously there's that raging storm going on so outside wet. the cavern's ceilings. So sometimes rain pours down through cracks in the shale, and you notice that there's actually somewhat of an ecosystem at work here. In the distance, you can hear, especially Fievel with your large mouse ears, as you guys are attuned to picking up the sounds of nocturnal predators that you know fly through the air and snatch unsuspecting mouse folk. You, you hear the sounds of the bats flying in the distance, but also the small and minute buzzing sounds of many insects fluttering around the cave, and on the ground, it's hard to see through the carpet of wolves, which is carrying you guys up there. But there are many what look to be isopod-like and scorpion-like insects in the cave as well. Many bugs. And if you guys have ever seen a cave fisher, you know what a cave fisher looks like? Imagine a scorpion that's, like, super blind without a, a, a venomous tail, right? Oh, okay. So they, they, you know, they're just there to, like, catch insects on rocks. It seems to be a thriving ecosystem of larger insects and these large bat-like creatures. So as you guys ascend through the mountain, you can hear these bats in the distance, but they seem to be preoccupied and not so much focused on you at this point. Phew. Thank goodness. Yeah, let's, uh, let's keep it that way. Shut but, up, uh, devil. Hey, gotta keep some of the insects for us. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
to eat them. You think the bats are going to get all the all the good stuff? Sorry, do, you want to mice eat, eat? Eat the insects? Yeah. Mice do eat insects, I guess. Oh, yeah, oh fucking! Great plan to kill the bats is starve them out, <laughs> eat all their food supply before they can eat it. Not gonna lie to you, okay, huge diversion. But there was I saw this crazy video online of a praying mantis literally eating a mouse. Like you can see the strike. Like this thing is like a small praying mantis, like that big, right? Yeah, there's, there's straight this massive mouse, like like a large mouse that walks by, and this mantis just like waits and waits and waits and then there's this mouse and just boom grabs it and then he's like biting into its neck and he's just like ripping its fucking head off and just like chewing into it and it's just sitting there like, eating it while it's still fucking alive yeah, yeah. dude and you just hold it up and the mouse is like trying to move obviously and the praying mouse is just like nope gotcha bitch <laughs> is uh is this what foreshadowing is yes oh, God. <laughs> please <laughs> <laughs> and out of the wall leaps <laughs> no 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 it's yeah. time yeah. nice to d20 Double dog, get out of the mantis's claws. <laughs> no, none of these. Help! None of these insects appear to be larger than Fievel. In fact, these cave fishers on the ground, these blind insects, which are nabbing smaller flies off of the walls and out of the air, they're almost twenty centimeters in length. So they're quite large for insects. Hmm. And it appears that the bats are are feeding on them, in addition to the insects flying around the cave, which are mostly flies, not like, you know, the the flies that are attracted to dung, but rather, uh, like, you know, uh, almost mosquito-like in their appearance and in their their wing structure. And and those are quite large as well, almost the size of a baseball in terms of the diameter of their their wings. So quite large insects fluttering around. They do approach Fievel and Tyson McKay, and they, you know, attempt to land on you guys. Get off me! I and take I out my fire. Take out my weapon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so quite a, a serious reaction to just initiative a couple bugs trying to. <laughs> <laughs> Notice that I didn't say roll initiatives. I just said a couple bugs are trying to land on them. Um, and the mosquito yeah. hits you with itchy sting. <laughs> I need some polysporin. Uh, what is that? What is that? Oh, it's final space. We should go in guns blazing. <laughs> Free fire from the hip. <laughs> just whip their weapons out, so, like, blasting in every direction. No, so I mean, look, guys, they're trying to land on you, potentially bite you, suck some blood, but it's not an all-out offensive. I need offensive. that. You need that blood? And I understand that. It's not. Yeah. An, it's not an all-out offensive. And you know, Tyson, you know, you incinerate a few bugs. That are trying to land on you, Fievel. You're pulling out. Sorry, what was it again that you're pulling out? <laughs> you know, I haven't tried out the new uh, the new great sword yet. Maybe this is time. <laughs> okay, Fievel, can uh, I get you to? I mean, you pull out this great sword. You got all four of your mouse folk hands on it. It's quite a large weapon. Uh, you know, almost six plus feet in its length. Can Whoa. you please roll me an attack roll to try and hit the one solitary insect that tried to land on you? How about a 17? That is more than enough, Fievel. You slice the insect down, chopping Ah. its body in half, and it falls to the ground. How much XP? Take that. You gain 5 XP. Oh my god. (laughs) We can milk it here, Tyson. (laughs) (laughs) This is XP grinding fields, buddy. (laughs) We sit here, we hit bug after bug after bug. No, I'm good. An eight-foot mouse foot finds a legendary sword. Its first meant kill to be, is meant a... <laughs> to be wielded by debatably gods. And its first kill is and a he fucking insect. 
Jeez. Does that make you sick uh, as a warforge? Oh, it does. It makes me sick as a weapons master. Oh, yeah, that. Hey, yeah. I gotta make sure it works. Like Absolutely disrespectful <laughs> to the weapon. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna request that you... I mean, you know, you can't act on this information. You, know? you can't be disgusted as Gregory. You can be disgusted as yourself if you want right now. I'm yeah. just saying you can't harbor this resentment for him in the future. <laughs> no, you can. You, you can. <laughs> you absolute filth. Okay. The next minutes pass by, almost 30, passing through these dense clouds of insects. And at various points, you know, as you guys are moving a little bit slower up the mountain, uh, because it is quite steep of an incline here, large bats, larger than the ones before, like swoop overhead and take out insects from above you. It appears that when there's a, a viable food source and they're not being threatened, quote unquote, they do not attack openly. Okay, I duck a little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, they're not within feet of you. Uh, the ceilings here are nearly 60 feet high. So you just oh, see wow. these bats moving up and above you guys. They're echolocating. So whether it's from all the, the massive feedback from the thousands of insects that's in the cavern, that's kind of masking you guys and your sounds and your presence, you're not sure, but they, they do not appear openly hostile. Uh, I thought cool. they just hundreds. I was say, fill your pockets with bugs. <laughs> just start <laughs> nope. tossing bugs out. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna play it cool yeah. and smart like we've never done before. <laughs> Thank God you put that in. <laughs> okay, uh, Fievel, you have been traveling up the mountain for another fifteen minutes, I believe. If my timer is correct, you've only got ten minutes remaining on your wolves. Is, oh that, is my, that accurate? Oh my God! Yeah, no, that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Disbelief, and then, yeah, no, that is indeed the case. <clears throat> okay, so climbing for another 10 minutes, the wolves slowly, one by one, begin to fade and disappear. So you guys don't all of a sudden immediately, like, fall to the ground. You notice that the spell is ending. Tyson, what's what's happening? <laughs> I, I assume the spell's ending. <laughs> save them. Save them, Tyson. I start punching one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. uh, you understand that these wolves, while well, they're not under the directive of Fievel Mazentrov, just respond to threats naturally, right? So if something attacks them, they just naturally I attack say, him. I say sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Okay, are you punching the wolf you're on, or are you punching the wolf beside the wolf that you're on? The one that... I look for one that's disappearing, and I punch it. Okay, you look for a wolf that slowly begins to fade back into the ethereal. You punch it, it snarls at you, and begins to snap towards you, uh, but fades into non-existence. Congratulations, you also gain five experience points. <laughs> Nice. Oh my god, more XP farm. <laughs> You're enabling shit behavior. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, just keep casting them, Fievel. I'm going to kill so many. Okay, Fievel, the next few minutes pass, and eventually your wolves recede, and the magic dispels, ends. And you are both now on the steps of Tol Grant, insects overhead, some bats overhead as well, but but no more wolf wolves to ride up the mountain. I get on Fievel's back and I say, mask, beast, mask. Fievel, are you letting him get on your back or are you resisting <laughs> I'll, this? I'll allow it, you know. I've been doing it the... <laughs> Sometimes the Beastmaster has to take the, the, the beast roll, you know? This legendary sword. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um, really, that's the Beastmaster has to take the beast roll? Seems, yep. kinda, name. seems a little hey. counterintuitive, but that's fine. Uh, okay, so Fievel, you obviously, you know, um, Tyson McKay can be on your back. You know, you're a large creature, and most folk, when they can, if they're moving quickly, they want to run on all fours. Is that the case, or are you just walking upright and carrying Tyson like a backpack? What, you think I'm some animal or something? I'm going <laughs> to run on all fours? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do that. And you yeah. have you have Let's a feet. Yeah, called, do it. <laughs> you have a feat called scurry, where you move on all fours and you move faster. I, I was assuming that this was like known and, to you. And you literally just said you were gonna play the part of the beast. <laughs> <laughs> Only he can play it both ways. No, no, it's it's natural. Sometimes the beast master has to play the part of the beast. You think I'm an animal being on all fours? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah, okay, no. Okay, I'll, so, I'll get into scurry mode and. All right, so you get scurry. into scurry mode yeah. and head up the mountain even further. The steps at certain points here become nearly a vertical surface. You know, you're looking at an incline of nearly seventy-five degrees. So you're climbing almost straight up at certain points, where it levels off and then becomes a little bit of a, a more gradual incline as you go. But Who over built the next, these steps? <laughs> over the next fifteen minutes. Uh, light begins to penetrate through the cavern much more, and the steps that you see and the, the great ceilings overhead that were 40 to 60 feet in height at various points begin to open up and create this, this open fissure as opposed to that closed-in cavern system. No more insects seem to fly here as you know there's actually a lot more wind movement in this fissure because it's open to the elements. And in addition to that, there is rain pouring down the steps, making them slippery. Now, but oh. obviously, you've got your, your nice little mouse folk pads on your feet. You know, you're, you're gripping to the surfaces, climbing with Tyson McKay. I'm not going to require any strength checks from you. But eventually, the fissure gets to a point where you're walking no longer directly vertical or, or next to it, but rather it is almost completely flat and even. It, the steps are gradual. And this open fissure uh, seems to wind and curve to the right. Uh, it is nearly, well, it's, it's as far as you can see into this storm ahead of you, at the very least. And the walls begin to kind of narrow. So it's no longer this expansive cave system, but rather more like a fissure in a tunnel with the walls much closer, nearly 10 feet on either side of you. I say, whoa, boy, whoa. I, I turn my and head I, back and I... I pull- I ask him for food. I need nourishment, Tyson. Yeah, I was going to pull out a piece of cheese for you. I uh, had the same idea. It's like you rode me like an animal. <laughs> I pull I pull out a nice slice of cheese from my backpack, and I say, here you go, buddy. Thanks well, for the ride. All right, I Should eat it. Dangling it in front of him the whole time. What is he, an animal, you piece of shit? No, I'm going to get off of him. Fantastic. All right, adventurers, you have reached the top of Toll Grant. There's this fissure, this narrow passageway, which continues to head slightly up and into the center of the mountain of Toll Grant. Up ahead, you can see uh, large peaks which are beyond the fissure, and the winds are blowing quite severely. The further you move out of the cave system, what is it that you would like to do? Well, Fievel, we've had a good life. Let's jump. <laughs> oh, my God. You see 20, what I'm thinking? 20, 2020, new me. For the 200 experience points. <laughs> <laughs> Should we yeah, wait I guess for I... the other guys here? Seems like a good checkpoint. <laughs> now you guys want to fucking wait? We're at the top, teetering on the edge of a cliff. Alright, this is a good place to it for a nap. Guys, you guys want to take a rest up here or what? <laughs> I mean, we could perception check to see if we can find something. You mean, like a place to nap or just what's around us? Well, I mean, like if we find the artifact like super easy, then we can go down and they don't even have to climb all the way up. We save Dabbledob some nap time. Wow. Well, it's never this easy though. There's going to be yeah, some... Yeah, you, you just... All you gotta do is make it to the top of the stairs. Calm. Okay, so you perception check, Tyson McKay. Can you roll me a d20, please? That's an 18. 
With your perception check, Tyson McKay, it appears that as far as you can see into the storm, because there are there is obviously rain and gusts of wind, and it's it's quite dark up here. It seems like the storm legitimately blocks out the sun. Nearly a hundred feet in front of you, you can see that this path continues uh, winding to the right, slightly on an incline, and towards what appears to be a, a very lone, tall peak, which is up and ahead. The cavern and fissure walls. Uh, which are ascending directly up on either side of you, are nearly 80 feet in their height. But as you continue to walk upwards, you notice that the height of those, the fissure walls, seem to recede as obviously the stairs continue upwards ever so gently. Hmm. Well, I don't know. It's up to you, Fievel. Do you want to rest or do you want to you grab the thing? Well, do we know if it's As if I it's point close? to the place where we're supposed to go. Uh, yeah, 100 feet. Okay. It's not I mean, a, you can just you can see a hundred feet. It's it's a bend in the in the fissure as well, right? Yeah, and I can only go as far as I can see, Noah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that's, no, I assume it's up that peak, and I point towards it. Okay. Yeah. Let's just let's just uh, walk up there and watch our step, and yeah, it seems like we're close to what we're looking for. All right. So let's mosey on over. Okay. So our adventures are going to continue to mosey on over through the fissure. Uh, and towards the peak of the mountain. Uh, Walking along this narrow passageway with stone closing in closer and closer on either side of you, it eventually gets to the point where the passageway and the fissure, these large walls of stone on either side of you, there's about six feet of room between each of the sides of this fissure, and there are no longer steps, but rather just a rock path, which is in front of you. It is not worked in any way, it's just natural stone, Uh, and the rock is very wet, and slippery from the rains. And it's actually, as you guys communicate with each other, you know, should we go forward? Should we wait here? It's actually quite hard to hear each other over the strength of the winds. You're relatively protected being inside the fissure, but it's still quite loud. Well, I guess I shout then. Come over here to come in your hair? <laughs> <laughs> Weird request. Plus 300 experience points. <laughs> oh, that took a sudden turn. <laughs> Slowly but surely, I'll get that next level up, baby. <laughs> God. Do you want to keep moving, Fievel? What? <laughs> Perfect. The guy knows exactly what to do. It is hard to hear each other. I'll leave it up to you guys. I point over to try and communicate. You lead the way. I feed you hay? <laughs> I, I just shove him. Okay, I, I lead the way. Hope he gets the idea, yeah. Okay, fantastic. So our adventures are going to continue on through the fissure, and eventually, gentlemen, turning the bend, the fissure here opens up into what appears to be a large basin or bowl, this plateau at the top of Toll Grand. Now, the walls around the bowl are immense, so they are nearly... 50 feet in the air, and they kind of create this uh, you know, Colosseum-style walls around this plateau at the top of Toll Grant. Okay, The winds are howling overhead, and the winds do dip into the, the bowl here, but it is very, very difficult to hear each other. You are not impeded in terms of movement speed, but flight here will be next to impossible. This much you can definitely tell, Fievel. Welcome to your graveyard. Uh, the top of Toll Grant. Said, you made it to the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> so you're at the edge of this large, expansive top of Toll Grand. 
Now, there are walls, as I said, which erupt from the sides of the mountain up and around you, and there's open sky above you, but much like the cave systems that you're in before, horizontally out from you and around the walls of this plateau, there is these dark, expansive caverns, which seem to kind of uh, encompass almost the entirety of the rest of the basin, aside from the entrance from the fissure, mm. okay? Directly in the center of this very, very large, expansive plateau is a boulder. It is roughly six feet in diameter. That's right, not going to so fit in my pocket, Fievel. That's a nice boulder, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> Plus 500 experience points. Can I perception check the boulder? You're nearly nearly 60 feet from the boulder. Yes, so and I'd like no. to keep it that way. Don't okay. poke the boulder, man. Just roll it down the mountain. The only way to roll it down would be to take it down the fissure that you guys, unless you think that these cave systems up in front of you and around the basin uh, would lead back down the mountain as well. Perception checking the boulder? You're 60 feet away, Tyson. Okay, it's a boulder. Or so he thinks. It's black in in terms of its coloration. Slightly darker than the rest of the stone, which makes up Tol Grand. Well, hold on. Trevis came back. It's been been 10 minutes. I'll uh, I'll send him to scout it out. Okay, so Travis is going to uh, fly out from Fievel's hand, materializing out of the ethereal plane. He's going to fly towards that boulder, and you want him to inspect it? Yes. Okay. So the boulder, Fievel, as you can see through Travis's eyes, appears to have strange runes and carvings all around its exterior. They swirl and they intertwine. There does not appear to be any script on it, uh, but rather these, uh, these very jagged, grooved lines. Turn to Tyson um, and I tell him it's some kind of mousefolk writing. I've uh, never seen it before. <laughs> well, only a fucking deception check, please. Uh, a 12? Yeah, it's not super convincing, but it's also very, very hard to hear each other over these winds. So, Tyson McKay, you're not even really sure what he said. I don't even know how to read. <laughs> well, Can what I... do you think? Should we just roll the boulder down towards Dabbledob and Gregory? Might make them so. fight it? Yeah. <laughs> Fight the boulder. <laughs> yeah, boulder v. boulder, you know? Yeah. Try me. <laughs> <laughs> you want to just what? maybe wait for us? <laughs> well, I know it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Captain. Fucking obvious. <laughs> I mean, it hasn't done anything yet. We could just chill here until the other heroes make it up. Get Trivies to uh, peck it. Oh, yeah, God. So like, what, what is this? It says it says T-Wrap. <laughs> T-Rap. God, that sounds an awful lot like trap. (laughs) (laughs) What does that say? It says stand here. (laughs) It's a big X right there. Do we wait for them or do you want to keep going, Tyson? Listen, Fievel, they look down on us like we're scum. We got to prove ourselves somehow. It's the first bit of sense he's made all day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know what? You're right. Trevise, peck the shit out of this thing. <laughs> if I wake up from you guys running down this fucking mountain, away from whatever the fuck's gonna come, I will kill you myself. <laughs> well, you have to kill the thing that's chasing us first. <laughs> no, I don't fucking care. I'm on his team. <laughs> wow. It's like me and the beetle. What are you guys doing? We're with you, big guy. <laughs> so you're getting Trevise to peck it? I am. Nice. Okay, so Travis pecks the boulder to no effect. Uh, you cannot hear the clicking sound. Obviously, it's much too loud here with the winds, which are surrounding this plateau. However, Travis pecks the boulder, pecks away, and nothing occurs. The boulder makes no attempt to retaliate against the pecking. Oh, 
gosh. Poop on it. Tricky folder. <laughs> Divulge your secrets. <laughs> Show us uh, your treasures. Wait, what if what if the piece uh, that you picked up that we got from the last spot, what if that like activates the runes? Maybe it's just maybe it's just like a simple opening up trap thing. I don't Wait, think so that's the case. Language on it, right? No, there are there are swirling carved patterns on the rock on its exterior. No, oh, well, inspect that a little more and know if it's like elvish or something like that. Come on, patterns. It's the work of the devil, obviously. <laughs> well, like what uh, kind yes. of patterns? Like, like maybe you can do like a All history check the on like. I'm like, where are these yeah, runes came from? Wear two different kinds of cloth on this person because <laughs> that's the devil's work too. Should we just try and move the boulder? Because I can do it. You human. do it. Yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah, let's move it. Okay, I'm gonna cast stone wall underneath it okay. and lift it up. Can you just have like move earth or something? Yeah, I could, but this is more fun. Or can't I use oh, my okay. pure strength? <laughs> You would have to walk over to the boulder to do that. Oh, you're currently oh at the edge of this plateau. Yeah, you're walking in the viewing area. You have to get into the, the main trap area to really... Yeah, I figured casting this, possible. at least we're far away. Okay. Yeah, do it up. Okay, so Tyson McKay, you're casting stone wall beneath the boulder. Yeah. Your stone wall begins to rise underneath the boulder. However, the stone does not push the boulder up, but rather stone rises on either side of the boulder, and the boulder maintains its position vertically. It does not move up with the rest of the wall. So your your stone literally grows around it and moves around it, but the boulder remains where it is. Looks like he can't do it by pure strength. <laughs> oh, God. Some bullshit. Looks like magic shit boulder. So, Fievel, Tyson, have you guys reached a conclusion about what you'd like to try on the boulder next? Go up and introduce yourself. Don't be shy. Hello, my name's Tyson McKay, and I come from a small village. <laughs> I have no parents. Let's just walk. I'm walking up to the boulder. All right. Okay. So, All Tyson right. McKay. Hi, I'm Boldy. <laughs> you begin to walk into the large plateau with the heightened walls of stone around you, the open skies above, which are dark, ominous, rain patters down onto the stone and there are high winds. Fievel, are you approaching with Tyson McKay or are you letting him walk in there? I approach with him. Okay. Wings strong together. (laughs) Fievel, with your mousefolk wings even folded down at your sides, these large gusts of wind pick up and sometimes catch the flaps and folds of your wings, pushing you forward and moving you around the, the large plateau. Oh god. This, Fievel, for you is going to be considered difficult terrain. But I'm a mouse. Cut your your wings off. (laughs) I grab my knife. (laughs) Oh, God. Get get away. You need to cut them off. You just need to cut some slats in the back for the ear to get out. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, Tyson McKay, you continue to approach towards the boulder. You're nearly 30 feet away. What would you like to do? Hello, Mr. Boulder. Okay, so you call out, hello, Mr. Boulder, but the boulder (laughs) does not respond. Because it's a fucking boulder. We can be friends. Okay, you say we can be friends as you continue to approach now 20 feet away from the boulder. My friend Rogar will protect me. He's in heaven now. (laughs) Uh, You're 10 feet away from the boulder. What would you like to do? Perception check it now. Okay, so you perception check the boulder. Again, sight is difficult here just because of the high winds. You know, your eyelids, you're, you're rapidly closing your eyes, blinking, 
trying to, you know, see through the rain, the heavy downpour, and see through the gusts of wind. But in addition to the swirling carvings, uh, which are on the large boulder, nearly six feet in diameter, you also see the imprint of a hand. The imprint is nearly two and a half times the size of a human being's hand. Hmm. So like your boy Greg's? And Larger than Greg's. Two, size the, two times the size of Gregory's hand. Well, if I put Whoa. my hands together, <laughs> we got magic, baby. <laughs> Plus 100 experience points. That's Congratulations. That's great math. Yeah. Math, baby. Fucking <laughs> math. All right, you are 10 feet away from the boulder. What is it that you would like to do? Can I perception check for any traps? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Can you roll me a d20, please? I think it's a little fucking late for that. <laughs> that's a 19. So you do not notice any quote-unquote traps. There's no mechanical traps or, or natural traps around the boulder. There's no, like, you know, ledge to slip down or there's there's no false floor in front of you. I mean, this is this is natural rock with this large, uh, dark stone, uh, nearly six feet in diameter, almost ten feet from you. Do I notice any magical traps? You do not notice any magical traps either. Must be fine, then. <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. Let's continue. Yeah, well, let's go, buddy. There's nothing. We can, I'm, we can I'm trying. The wind's pushing me. So, Fievel, it just, you know, your movement speed is half because it is difficult terrain. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you can still move forward. It just takes you a lot more effort to do so and a lot more time to do so securely so that the winds don't literally, like, pull you up and into the air or, like, push you around the ground. Yeah, well, just give me a quick ten minutes and I'll, I'll cut those wings off for you. Touch me and I'll kill you. <laughs> Okay, uh, so Tyson McKay and Fievel, what is it that you would like to do? Let's just, well, there's a handprint. Yeah, let me just slap my big old sweaty hands all over this rock. <laughs> okay, uh, all over the rock or, you know... Where the handprint is, I'm just going to put all four and try and fill in that massive hand gap. Okay, so you place all four of your hands into the massive hand gap. We're um, goddamn it working. <laughs> yeah, and I say I have the, the power... <laughs> okay, you you say I have the power over the gusting winds. Tyson McKay, again, it's hard to hear, Fievel. That's what he actually says. I um, have a boner. Is that what I hear? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I leave that up to you. Good, good. <laughs> good. So, Fievel, as you place your hands into the large hand slot or print, which is on the black stone, the carvings, the etchings, which are jagged and cut deep into the surface of the boulder, begin to light up with glowing oh. light. I do have the power. <laughs> Plus 100 experience points. You also <laughs> notice that the stone begins to thrum with energy, and in the distance from the caverns facing forward, which is in a southwestern direction, you hear a loud, piercing shriek. Oh, God. Winds, I grab Fievel and I planeswalk. dare you touch the <laughs> boulder. Fievel, the winds pick up immensely as if in reaction to you touching the artifact. Please roll me a strength check or be ripped away from the stone. 18. Okay, so Fievel, you keep your paws firmly pressed against the stone. The winds kind of ravaging around you. This piercing shriek echoing from the caverns facing forward again in that, north, or that southwestern direction. Pardon me. And Tyson McKay, you said you wanted to grab Fievel and Planeswalk, is that correct? Yeah, uh, I don't know if I've actually used Planeswalk this season, but a new development has occurred that me and Noah discussed stacking Planeswalk with one other person. Correct. We bring we the stone too? This. No, I don't think yeah. I can Planeswalk that. Yeah, Planeswalk objects it's, that are attached to his body. It's no, part of me now. 
It's inside me. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not part of you. No. <laughs> I have the power. It lit up. I don't understand. Okay, Tyson McKay, are you deciding to go to a specific realm, to a specific plane of existence, or are you rather uh, just trying to get out of there quickly and immediately planes walking to a random plane? Random. Random. <laughs> I feel I should, we should go to one that I know, like Vels would be a good idea. That will take you time, just to let you know, because you have to focus. Oh, God. If you, if you choose to immediately planeswalk, as we've discussed, you can immediately transition through planes or begin your, your travel immediately without okay. choosing. Can I start to picture Vels and trying to go there? Because it's going to take me 30 seconds anyway. And then if something bad comes out of that cave, I'm going to instantly go to a random. Okay. So, Tyson McKay, you begin to focus on the plane of existence which you uh, first traveled to with Vel, the green planeswalker. Tyson McKay, you begin to focus on this plane of existence, trying to take yourself and Fievel Mazentrov there, recognizing that you might be in danger. The winds pick up again, and this time, Fievel, I'm going to need you to roll another strength check or be ripped away from the stone. Uh, a 13? Okay, Fievel, you are pulled from the stone, and Tyson McCann, we need a strength check from you to hang on to Fievel's large mouse-folk body being pulled by the great winds. Oh, fuck yeah, 18. Okay, so you maintain your hold on Fievel Mazentrov, but you are no longer touching the stone. A shriek pierces again, and with many legs crawling at first horizontally out from the darkness, a massive creature appears. It is huge in size potentially larger. You're not sure. And in spite of the fact that these heavy winds are uh, flustered and kind of blustering all around you, the creature, upon skittering out from its domain, flares out these large wings that are heavy and black in color. Its wings do not catch on the winds as violently as you'd think. It shrieks, and the depiction of the creature that you can see in front of you is one of pure horror. The creature has the face and ear, the ears rather, of a bat similar to the ones that you experienced before, but its body is immensely different. It has six large legs, a long roping tail, which is hard and plated, almost like that of, you can imagine, like an ankylosaur, you know, dinosaurs that are heavily armored and plated. Its large wings heavily armored and plated as well. Its face instead, though, is that of a humanoid, this time more defined than the creature that you met in the pit. Oh my god. Of the previous island. This time, Tol Gron's lurking horror. Sorry, there's a cat screaming. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. That's the sound like, it makes. No. She's like, no, don't take me. I want to stay. What happens? Like, I want to stay here. As it moves forward, flaring its wings out, it takes its tail and with these long spikes kind of embedded on the outsides of the tail, slams it down into the stone, anchoring itself. Standing upright, legs flying forward, right? Kind of like a, a horse, like, you know, when they get on their back legs and their legs kind of move kick forward. The air. Kick the area, exactly. The, the creature does this, getting upright and shrieking a third time. Its shriek is paralyzing Tyson K, and that is going how it's going to start to open up its turn. The creature is going to use frightening screech as you are trying to planeswalk, and any creature that is within 60 feet of it, must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be frightened. Well, at least you'd run away from this situation then. 17? <laughs> okay, so Tyson McKay, you succeed the screeching horror, the frightening screech 
of the large creature. Yes, Davildob, you're not there, but you have a question. I yeah, see. I have a question. Yeah. So he's in sentinel mode, right? Correct. Is it possible that he hears that because it's so loud, or no? No, you do not, not hear right. it. You guys are kilometers down the mountain. Well, I've just figured because you know it's super we're, loud and shit. We're over at the campfire sipping cocoa, where they're fighting <laughs> friggin' queen mother up there. Wonder whatever happened to our friends. That's fine. We need to rest. <laughs> <laughs> we got four more hours of this. <laughs> the marshmallows haven't melted yet. You know, I can't drink my cocoa until my marshmallows have melted to the proper p- density. <laughs> Tell me a story, <laughs> Fievel. I am going to need you to roll for the frightening screech as well. Well, 13? Okay, so Fievel, you fail the oh Frightened Condition check. You my now have ears. disadvantage on your ability checks and attack rolls, and you can't willingly move closer to the source of your fear, just to let you know. Um, oh. And we are on to initiatives. Now, I understand that Tyson McKay, with you know the creature having screeched, you having succeeded, if you'd like to immediately blink Yeah, it blink, blink. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> blink, blink. Can't right, hear so, anything. Tyson McKay... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Tyson McKay. You can't hear that. Tyson appears down by us. He's like, yeah, guys, you don't want to go up there. It's what happened to Fievel. He's a lost cause. Guys. <laughs> He's gone. Like, it's like a praying mantis and a mouse, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bloodbath up there. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit, we fucked up. <laughs> Definitely should have went in with the numbers, the whole squad. Tyson McKay, can you please roll me a D20? D20, I sure can, buddy. Seven? Not what I want to hear, man. <laughs> well, it's it's probably for the, the plane, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, seven. Higher, higher the better. Good plane, man. Good plane. No, that's not. I rolled high once, and I don't think I went to hell. <laughs> yeah, you're going to point. hell either way, my guy. So. <laughs> Plus 300 experience points. Tyson McKay is going to hell. <laughs> it's like, listen, there's like maybe two good planes. The rest of them are all really terrible. <laughs> so you blink out of existence, traveling through time and space to another realm and plane of existence. Tyson McKay, the plane that you appear on is the quasi-elemental plane of dust. Oh, okay. As dust. far as you can see, a sandstorm rages, dunes in front of you and all around you, and a blistering sun overhead. The sun here appears much larger and intense in its heat. It is not burning, but nonetheless, it is immensely hot, and you can immediately feel the heat sapping your energy. This quasi-elemental plane of dust was at one point the inner plane at the intersection of the elemental plane of Earth and the negative energy plane. It is a place of wind, sand, and grit where living creatures ever decay to dust. Sounds welcoming. Hospitable. Number seven, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Number seven, baby. So, Tyson McKay, you uh, still have your hands... Number four rated on on Planes Travel Guide uh, America. (laughs) So, Tyson McKay, uh, there are sand dunes all around you, and your hands are still on Fievel. You just went from high winds and lots of rain to relatively high winds with sand blustering all around you and rather dry, arid environment. What is it that you would like to do? It's so Uh, hot here. Get me out of here. (laughs) Yeah, the dude's still frightened. Is he frightened still? My ears uh, are bloody. His fear is no longer within sight. So you know he. The only thing is he he he's a disadvantage on ability checks and saving throws, uh, and actions when the object of his fear is within sight, like he can see it. 
So, yeah, yeah. so his bring frightened up. condition does end. He's now, no now he's in friends. a sandstorm. You know how he's deathly afraid of sandstorms. <laughs> I did not know that. I did not know that, that was his backstory. Oh, of course, yeah. You guys all swap backstories. They eh? really get into it. You know each other super well. Yeah, I bring out a piece of cheese and I, I run it under his nose and I say, Fievel, Fievel, it's okay. Oh You're fucking God. pet, man. Here's a treat, good boy. Don't be frightened. He's using cheese like smelling sense. Get up there and just crack that under his nostrils. I know what gets him going. He's reinforcing positive behaviors. <laughs> this is classical conditioning, and it's it's working wonders. So, Tyson McKay, I'm going to hand you 350 experience points for evading combat with the large horror upon Tol Grand. Uh, you got yourself out of a sticky situation and into the quasi-elemental plane of dust. What is it that you guys would like to do? Fievel, hang on. we got to jump one more time. And I uh, <laughs> concentrate on uh, the, pl- the valve plane. <coughs> Sorry. who's there who's coughing in the wind (laughs) some douche off (laughs) i'm coming to get you you motherfucker it's just some sand in my mouth right now (laughs) uh yeah yeah i planeswalk us to to val's plane okay fantastic tyson mckay you hang on to fievel mazentrov yet again this time focus on transitioning to Limbo, the plane where Vel had set up his way station outside of the material plane, the place where he did a lot of experimentation, was obviously alone. And are you hoping to, you know, transition or, or rather shift, plane shift to his his house? Well, that was where I last was in his plane, so yeah, that's where I go. Okay, fantastic. So Tyson McKay, you focus on the plane of Limbo uh, and Chaos, focusing on the the last place that you were on that plane of existence, which was outside of Vel's collapsed house, obviously with the space down below, his actual working and living condition space. Obviously, you know how how to get there as well. After nearly a minute goes by, you and Fievel teleport out of existence, transitioning through time and space again, until eventually you breathe in the somewhat odd and miasmic air of limbo. All around you, you see rocks and clouds swirling overhead. Again, limbo being this plane of chaos. There are oddly colored plants, vibrant blues and purples and greens all around you. These coral-like rocks surrounding you in this small field outside of Vel's house. The house is quite dilapidated and decrepit. Obviously, it it, uh, collapsed in some time ago, and there is no one here. You are alone. Uh, And Fievel, this is the first time that you've been to Limbo, or rather, is this the first time that he's ever jumped aside from going to that plane of sand yeah he's the only one that i've ever taken anywhere fantastic wow. so, you two have freaky friday so tyson <laughs> you're not fievel and fievel you're not tyson <laughs> i hate everyone i want to kill everyone fievel i'm going to need you to roll me a constitution saving throw please my parents are dead and i still can't get over it sorry what am i rolling constitution saving throw please I was, uh, I was a nat one for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fievel, you unload the contents of your stomach, which is pretty much all the cheese that Tyson McKay's fed you. Oh, the last God. <laughs> the spoiler. Five second rule. You eat that up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Fievel, don't feel like you need to do that. <clears throat> no, you feel like I'm an animal. <laughs> I'm an animal. <laughs> okay, so, Fievel, you get on all fours and lick up the. <laughs> partly digested cheese that you just vomited. <laughs> well, now it's going to be easier for your stomach. 
<laughs> Pre-loved. Pre-loved. Fievel, you have never uh, planeswalked before, and in the span of a minute and a half, you planeswalked twice. So you are uh, quite disoriented. You feel dizzy, uh, and the air here certainly feels different to breathe. Limbo feels like it's innately magical, and there is a different vibe to the atmosphere around you, not to mention the fact that there are large boulders and rocks, large parts of earth moving around in the sky, in addition to the odd flora which you see around you. I say, Fievel, welcome to the plane of chaos. And I spread out my arms and I say, we will be gods here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't fuck. feel so Fievel, good, Tyson. You... <laughs> <laughs> Dab, I suddenly feel like there's less people to split the bounty with. <laughs> Whatever the cost, okay. baby. Whatever the cost. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look for the uh, the secret entrance that Vel had, the secret stone to his basement. Fantastic. So, Tyson McKay, you look for the secret stone. You know the location of it for the basement into Vel's lab, working quarters, and living area as well. Pushing on the stone and the small passageway uh, with the spiral staircase opening up right in front of you, you and Fievel are able to take refuge in the sanctity of Vel's protected laboratory. Sweet. Let's take a rest here, Fievel. Is this where you got pregnant? Yeah, this is where I got pregnant. Let's not talk about that. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And you're about to get pregnant too, buddy. Oh my god. (laughs) Val, no. I pull out a piece piece of cheese. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, that is where we are going to leave things for the day. We have Tyson McKay and Fjell Mazentrov in the plane of limbo, having narrowly escaped combat with a large horror atop the mountain of Tol Grand, with our heroes trying to get the second artifact they need to get into the Iron Prison, into Tol Angband. We have Dabaldab, Doppet, and Gregory the Warforged, as well as Amara, still taking that long rest that was much required. Now Tyson McKay and Fievel taking one of their own on the plane of Limbo. Do we have any questions, comments, or concerns before we leave things for the day? Sorry you didn't get to play, boys. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> it's well worth my nap. I'm happy I didn't get fucking distracted. <laughs> Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, before we leave things off, I always want to give a big shout out to Die Hard Dice. Check them out at dieharddice.com to get fantastic sets of metal, polymer, and dice trays. Really, really fantastic stuff. I myself think in royal. I went with gold and violet, uh, which is a fantastic look with the purple dice tray. In addition to that, uh, we are also sponsored by Elderwood Academy, so check them out at elderwoodacademy.com and on socials. They have fantastic dice boxes, hex chests, and recently today just saw that they put up a post of hex chests with stone sets of dice. Very, very cool, uh, with quartz and other types of stones that you can get for your dice. So definitely very unique, something cool to bring to the table, and we will be doing giveaways with them shortly, so keep tuned for that. Aside from that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Whether it was morning, evening, noon, or night, I just want to say thanks so much for listening to the Dice D20. This is your DM signing out. This is your planeswalker preparing Fievel for pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> Plus two experience points. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>